Hey, this is Crystal Bunk, music director here at KZMU Moab. And today I have the pleasure of sitting here chatting with Ryan, but Ryan is also known as Plato the Third. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. And I was just giggling with an artist the other day about how we we're like talking we're like hey how are you and then it's like okay this is a real interview hey how's it going (laughs) (laughs) always that awkward awkward part of the beginning I need to figure out how to make that less awkward but regardless we are here today Plato the third has a newly released album the devil has Texas which was released under polyvinyl records first of all amazing album second of all is it true that you were the first rap artist to be signed to polyvinyl I believe that is, uh, you know, what what they call big facts. I believe that's uh, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent true. And it's yeah, it's it's an honor that I didn't see coming. But you know, the if you hear the record, it is mostly guitar based. And so, if there was ever going to be anybody, you know, it, the sonically, it kind of somehow, in my opinion, fits and makes sense on that label. But yeah, it was it was it was a, I was a fan of the label for a long time. I'm very very uh, lucky to to be chosen. Well, I think that that's amazing. But we also don't want to disregard the previous albums because you do have, I believe, three previous albums to this one, which are all amazing. Um, you can definitely see growth and hear growth in each one of them, in my opinion. But um, this is the first album that it has ever been like put put in front of me so I got to deep dive deep dive into past things too which are amazing um speaking from the past going back to the beginning where what age were you when you decided you wanted to go into the music direction or maybe just found that love for music yeah so this is gonna is gonna date me pretty quick but uh (laughs) it was the uh the MySpace era I think that was the uh the first time that I ever made a song and and released it out into the world I there was like a ten dollar microphone usb microphone at walmart that i saw and i was starting to you know at school kind of do like rap battles with the the hands on the table you know sort of you know yeah beat making and then uh it's like all right you know let me get into recording so yeah i I guess must have been yeah it was middle school it's about sixth or seventh grade for me and then started having friends come over and we we just find some uh free beats some old instrumentals. I remember rapping over like Fuji's instrumentals from the score. And uh, yeah, we just put them on MySpace. And eventually the rest of the middle school, you know, was uh, was big fans. I love it. Speaking of MySpace, I tried to log into mine the other day. I don't even understand how to use it anymore. <laughs> It's a real shame. It's a real shame. There's a lot of uh, old stuff I'd like to get back to. I mean, those personalized homepages. I'd love to see. Yeah, that was so cool. (laughs) I think that's the first time I ever used HTML. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it it taught us an actual skill coding for the real world. I'm not sure what Instagram has taught us. I guess filtering and uh, (laughs) photo edit. Definitely filtering because I can't understand the reels. We need a tutorial for that. I'm still trying to figure out how to do that. But regardless, anyway, you talk about um, doing music over the Fugees. But what were some of your musical influences at a young age? Um, So, yeah, when I started making music, uh, I was really inspired by Kanye West's College Dropout was the first CD I ever bought myself. I guess what I mean by that is I said, Mom, can I... (laughs) can i get can we buy the one with the the teddy bear on it that has the 
explicit content uh, label. So I thought that was that was so odd uh, in the rap section. And yeah, that kind of it kind of shaped uh, the music that I get into because on that album, you know, you had collaborations with Most Def and Jay Z and Common and Freeway, and so kind of like with uh, any album, you go and see who the other artists are on there, and then you can deep dive into their discography. And so that one album was sort of a launching point into getting me into, I guess, what I'd call like, you know, <laughs> or at the time what they call real hip hop or whatever. Because before then, I was just kind of listening to pop rap and top 40 radio. Um, but that was kind of what got me into my my nerd era. And then I branched off from there, found other genres and uh, really fell in love. Speak of finding the collaborators. And I, if it wasn't for Snoop Dogg, I wouldn't have found Tupac. <laughs> Because, oh, must be two of know, America's most wanted. Two of America's most wanted, for sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely the collaborations are fun. And I remember going into Walmart as like a teenager and they had all the edited CDs. And I'm like, I don't want the edited version. Like, what is <laughs> happening? And now I work at radio and like everything needs to be the edited version. But um, <sighs> the way the world turns. But okay, regardless, going back to The Devil Has Texas, let's talk about the new album. What was the production like on that album um so yeah i went home because of the pandemic so i am i'm living in la now and uh my family and everybody's still in west texas um actually in a little smaller town than where i grew up i grew up in abilene but on the outskirts of a little smaller town called baird i think the, I think the population is is 1000 um huh. but that's where my mom is now and so uh when i went back for the holidays i figured i might as well stay longer because I need to make sure that, you know, I don't give anybody anything or get anything. So I stayed about like a month and a half and really sort of for the first time since I left when I graduated, really got to soak in where I was from and my family. And so I, I just started making beats, brought out the FL studio, started writing some things. And then when I came back, I have a friend that's from the same town as me, Abilene, who mostly does like punk and hardcore music. He uh, produced portrayal of guilt's uh album last year called we're always alone kind of like metal stuff and i was thinking when i was home there's just this desolate sort of empty plains you know west texas you're just kind of three hours away from anything like dallas is the closest city but that was still far enough to where we never really went into town so you kind of feel like you're in the middle of nowhere and kind of been forgotten about and uh, it's 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 uh, a lonely place. And I wanted I always felt like guitars sounded like the loneliest uh, element of, of instrument to me. And I wanted to try to make my first guitar record um, and rap. My, my problem with rap is it sounds so these days with with the electronic and the synthesizer it sounds so expensive it's like the most sonically i think progressive genre at this point which is great and i love listening to it but when i was trying to make my own kind of unique sound it was like i think i might have to go a little bit more analog and, and find a sound that doesn't sound so rich and uh kind of forward thinking 
because uh, it doesn't really reflect where I'm from, which is you know a place that uh, doesn't have the newest restaurants. You know the best the best restaurants like Chili's or Olive Garden. You know it's not necessarily on the cutting edge of any sort of industry. So um, long story short, sorry. Oh, no, uh, I like it. Yeah, the uh, the idea was to find one of my friends who has a guitar, and he turned some of my uh, <laughs> my digital guitars that I opened up in my uh, my uh, my music making program, and he he. Put Put some real guitar on there and next thing you know we had kind of like almost a rock record but not really like a, a banging you know like guns and roses hair metal rock record but sort of a, an indie rock kind of lonesome uh meditative record well it's really really great and some of my favorite tracks on the record are it's all right it's okay sorry if i dissed you give them hell i mean there's so many but what would you say that you had what track would you say you had the most fun recording or maybe is your favorite? Um, let me see. Um, those are all great choices, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> those are all uh, it's like choosing, choosing little babies. Uh, I think somebody was like, don't ask me to pick my <laughs> I think um I so I had a lot of collaborations on here. So even the ones like give them hell, um, that's with four other artists from my hometown Abilene. And so it was kind of an interesting process because I remember I had fun, you know, recording Give Them Hell, but I just record my verse and sort of like a demo chorus, and then I would send it back to my friends back in Texas. And I might not get to hear that song again for a month or two months because I had to wait for them to have time to record and send the stuff back to me. So that one would have been really fun if we all got to record in the uh, same place. But that one was kind of open and shut case for me. And then it was about getting those verses back and mixing them. So uh, and that was the case with a lot of songs. We kind of send it out to to other friends who um, would work where they were and and send it back. Um, So for me, I I think It's All Right, It's Okay was one that it's all me on that one. And uh, I've 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 had a tough time up to this point, kind of finding my singing voice. Uh, and I think that one, I was just really happy with how that one sounded and my ability, I guess, on that song to go from really soft and I think tender vocals to what I think, you know, might be my best uh, rap performance in the verse there. So that one, I remember being really proud of uh, in the moment. So I'll yeah. say it's all right. It's okay. Perfect. Well, and for everybody listening, there's also a really rad bumper sticker that goes with that one. Hey, Crystal. <laughs> on it. Up on it. On the job. Uh-huh. I've been checking out the merch. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> this is just kind of a fun question because you mentioned collaborations a, few, a couple times, whether you, the people you've already collaborated with, the artists, not just people, but the artists you've collaborated with, as well as collaborations in the past that may have influenced you but what is your dream collaboration if you had one artist where you knew where you could lay down a track with them what artist would that be so you know i have i have already started thinking of uh, the second album and i don't know if these are you know i don't know if these are realistic but i'd love um yeah i'd love to work with um like some folk style stuff um so like AV Terror and Animal Collective would be really fun. Um, I'm a fan of Julia Holter as well. And then if I could somehow mix that with like, I'd love to work with SZA. Someone like Tierra Wack uh, would be really fun. And then my goat, Andre 3000, is a dream. <laughs> yes. I, I ran into him once 
funny enough, when I was in Austin, I was uh, doing uh, extra work. So it was just like an extra uh, for the day on a TV set. I can't remember what it was. It was called like American Crime or something. But anyway, he was an actor at the time for the day. And I did uh, run into him and rap one of his verses uh, from <laughs> from Devin the Dude's What a Job to him. So that, that, that was, yeah, that was, that was a fun, uh, fun time to bump into him. But yeah, to actually work together would, would be great. Um, yeah, and then Frank Ocean might be my favorite artist working now, but he doesn't even make music, you know, with himself that often. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, well, uh, the sky's the limit. And I, I can't wait to see where you go from here again. Like, I'm glad that this album popped into my email because I... You know, it's hard for me, especially now as in my position, you know, reviewing new music, it takes up so much time. And so it's like when I find one and I'm like obsessed with it, like like this album, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got to talk about that. Like, I need to talk to them and I got to, you know, know more about it, get it on my show and play it more. And yeah, I just... I just love it. And that's kind of like me just rambling, but I think that it's an amazing album and I, I can't wait to see where you go from here. And especially with just any collaboration, you mentioned animal collective, that would be another really rad one in my opinion. I mean, they would all be good, but I'd love animal collective. So yeah. How awesome. Well, I can break. I guess I'll break one. There's one of my favorite artists. And one of the reasons I was super excited to get signed on polyvinyl is a Jason. I don't know. If how familiar you are with her work, but she had uh, her album "Everybody Works" was my favorite album of that year, and I did, uh, you know, I I did hear that she's gonna remix "Heaven" on the album, and so I think that might be the next release. And, oh, that'll be fun! Yeah, so I'm excited for that. And then yeah, the fact I got to work with Lil B on this album, and and uh, Mike and Stella from American Football. Uh, so there, I've already collabed with a lot you know a lot of the people that I look up to so I'm yeah I'm already super grateful but whatever comes is uh is icing on the cake and thank you so much for playing it you know all the radio stations that have been supporting it's my first time any radios ever played me and it's all coming at uh-huh. once it's uh it's it's super humbling uh and uh I, just really appreciate anybody helping to get the word out about the music and you taking your time out. And I know your email is probably flooded with people. So I just <laughs> really am yeah, thankful and grateful and hope you, you know, enjoyed it. Or, it's a short album, 25 minutes. So if, even if you didn't, I didn't, I didn't know waste too much of your time. Yeah, no, it's, it, no, it's never a waste of my time listening to any music for sure. But there's just some of them that I like deep dive in and then I start watching the videos because you know there are some amazing videos for your tracks as well and then before I know it I've like ignored other things so you're on that list of like the artists that like have made me completely ignore what I'm supposed to be doing so that's always that's always yeah that's always a win well where can um in the future when when I air this which I think will be maybe next week or the week after that that part's not important but I will let you know um where can the listeners find your music what's the easiest way for them to go and please listener it would be great if you could buy the music for support but where can they find your tracks your merch and all of that um you know what I actually think the easiest place um, these days is Plato the third.com so all spelled out um, you know Plato t-h-e-t-h-i-r-d.com and I have a little ticker running across there where you can click on that and you know buy either a shirt or vinyl and if not then you have uh, links to the videos and streaming you know Spotify Apple YouTube so 
I think that might be the easiest way. It is Perfect. a confusing time. Awesome. And listener, I will make that link available on our social media and in the website. So it's easier for you to find. And thanks again, Ryan, so much. Again, listener, we are with Plato the Third with the new album, The Devil Has Texas, which was recently released. And I highly recommend everybody checking it out. And thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Thank you.